what's up and welcome back to the unbottled podcast i got a hot take this morning i hate ice it's probably why i'm so pro global warming i do it's absolutely obnoxious in any kind of a drink gets in the way and i'm sick of like the balance of ice right you order something that's iced and you get two-thirds ice and a third whatever it is you order and all of a sudden the balance of the economics of that beverage go out the fucking window and nobody who makes it gives a shit and then if you ask for less ice they get pissed about that but my real big problem with ice is thanks for dropping that man is you get ice and you can't drink it out of the cup anymore and you have to get a straw Straws are enablers, just like drive throughs They're letting people who shouldn't be doing something do something instead of forcing evolution. But seriously, because when you get ice in the fucking cup, the problem is you go tip the cup back and the ice hits you in the face before the beverage does. So then you got to put a straw on it. And you got to play that game where you fucking dance the straw through the ice and you got to do the spin and the swirl finally get it in there and you can drink out of a straw and I'm just not digging it. I'm sick of ice. I want things that are cold but not cold because of ice because then as the ice melts you get fucking water and everything and then I just feel like I'm drinking a fucking bottle of water. And that's bullshit too. And then the third or fourth whatever reason this is it's too cold. I get a brain freeze. I don't know how people drink stuff with ice in it. Like, somebody pours themselves water, and they're like, oh, this isn't cold enough, and they fucking put more ice in it. I'm like, but now you can't drink it for an hour. It's the exact opposite of hot coffee, you know? I want some hot coffee. Oh, shit, it's too hot. That's too hot. You know? Or they're like, well, put an ice cube in it. Like, that's a fucking snowflake millennial answer to that. Put an ice, ice cube in it. It'll make it nice. I know, we have all this extra ice, but the polar ice caps are melting, and it's a reason in the polar bears. It's so sad, but seriously, put more ice in my beverage. It's fucking hypocritical, you goddamn bastards. Face it. You want ice, but you want man-made ice. So stupid. I realized the other day that um, being bald has some benefits. And I say this as someone who's not bald. But I realized you can shower so much faster when you're bald because your your tasks have been cut in half. You don't have to shampoo anymore. You just lather. Everything's about the lather. And that's awesome. And I realized how much time I can actually save by being bald. I didn't do the figures yet, if I'm being honest. But I think it's got to be fascinating, you know? I think bald people are the unsung heroes of America, right? They, 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 they just don't give a fuck. And it's awesome. And I think when you're bald, especially if you choose to be bald, the people that have hair and say, no, 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 I'm doing the bald scene. Those are the real champs. And I just think there's something about it. You got so much confidence. And you have so much vigor. And you just have stuff figured out. You ever look at somebody and just be like, God damn it. They have things figured out, you know? And then I sit there and I have to wonder, am I ever going to have things figured out? Or am I just going to sit here behind a microphone bitching about ice for the rest of my life? Possibly. I wouldn't hate it. But I'm always going to have hair. 
because that's just one of those things. You just look at people, right? You, like some people you look at and you're like, okay, they're always going to be heavy. They're always going to be skinny. I can look at myself and just based on the amount of hair on me now, I'd say I'm always going to have hair. I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing right now, but I feel like being bald definitely has benefits. One of them being, I hate showering. I absolutely hate showering because it gets undone so quickly. And I feel like if I were bald, all the things that I hate about showering would just be, be moot. Wouldn't matter, right? What do I hate most about showering? The amount of time it takes, how quickly it's undone, how long it takes to dry, right? If you're bald, you don't have to worry about the dry phase. Everything's easy to dry. You don't need shampoo. I'd imagine you save a ton of money. You don't need a hair dryer. You don't, so you're saving money not buying the hair dryer. You're saving money not having to use the electricity for it. <clears throat> so imagine there's a lot of reasons you could convince someone to be bald. I think, I always had this idea for a product. You know, there's Rogaine for people who want to grow their hair back. But then I always thought it'd be more fun to have a product for people who want to get rid of their hair called No Gain. I think that's what Man. The trash trucks here are amazing. These guys does not matter. I've I've heard they've come three times already. What are they doing? That's a man for you. He wasn't bald. But he was on the back of a trash truck, and that's respectable. I feel like there's a lot of people that have those kinds of jobs that that don't get the due diligence for them. Anyway, bald. I think it should be a thing that catches on. I think back to no gain. I think there should be a cream for people who have too much hair to get rid of it. And not nair. That's stupid. It's only meant for your legs. I want something full body. I don't look like a mole rat when I'm done. You know, not this Brazilian wax job. Which is really weird because I always hear Brazilian and I think steakhouse. I think it's because there's a place around here called the Brazilian Grill and they're just an all-you-can-eat smorgasbord of steak to the point where they give you one of those little hotel key cards that you hang up on your table when you want them to stop coming by because it gets overwhelming. It's almost, it's almost rude how fast they bring the meats to you because you just you can't eat them that fast. It's, it's a burden. Right, and then they're smart because they bring you bread first, and they kind of tease your taste buds a little bit, and then they start just bringing these meats that you've never even heard of. I remember they had a skewer of fucking chicken livers or chicken hearts, something weird, some weird shit I wouldn't really eat, and they carried all the meat out on swords, and they're like warriors of fucking produce and dairy, and they brought this sword of chicken hearts out, and the lady. <laughs> At the table next to us, she fucking waves the guy over, and she's like, just bring that over here. And he starts to slide a few off, and she's like, no, 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 more, more, He ends up leaving the entire fucking sword with her of chicken hearts. And then I start to think, every one of those hearts belong to a chicken. This is like when people order wings. This blows my mind when people order wings. They're like, I want, you know, two dozen wings. That's 24. Ooh, that was a big peek. That's 24 wings. That's 12 chickens. You killed 12 chickens because of the need for wings. You know, 
there's no efficiency to wings. It's not like you're buying them by the pound and you're you know you're saving in the bulk. It still causes causes the same amount of death. And I think if PETA really wants to drive their point home, they go after the wing market. I think they got to cut the bullshit with the you know the endangered tree frog that coughs up a special kind of worm that becomes some fairy dust bullshit. Go right after wings. I mean, there's restaurants that just specialize in wings. How much death of chicken do they cause? Does anybody calculate that? Does anyone calculate how much pound of chicken we kill a year because of wings? You know, where does the rest of it go? I can't imagine that the market's efficient enough where they're actually using the rest of that chicken for something else. I think it's just winged chicken. And then you got the whole debate of boneless versus bone-in chicken. Which always makes me laugh, because you can always make someone say, I want a bone-in. It's like, eh, use a bone-in. It's like that joke in the Bare Naked Ladies song. But, I like it boneless. Hands down. I don't want the extra labor of having to figure out how to eat it. You know, then you got the cartilage. I feel like I'm eating a fucking mouse. It's so stupid. It's like, of everything in the world, it's gotten lazy. Let me eat my wings in the laziest manner possible. Don't make me think about what I'm eating. Let me just keep shoving it in my mouth. Don't make me think, is there going to be a bone in this one? Is there extra cartilage in this one? Make it easy, right? I, that's one spot I want the millennial snowflake evolution of whatever it is the fuck happened with that. Dude, can you imagine what fucking guess who is going to look like in a couple of years? People are going to be so afraid to say, like, remember guess who? You know, and you got to describe people. And you got to figure out that one person on your card, which... At this point, having that one card looking for that one person is probably considered targeting. Because God for fucking bid they have anything about them that's special. But what the fuck is Guess Who going to look like in three years? When millennials, people my age, have to recreate it. You know, Hasbro's going to be sitting there in a board meeting. It's just going to be fucking all blank faces. You know, because you can't ask half the questions in Guess Who anymore. You're going, um... Is he Asian? Oh, does he have black skin? Oh, good God, fuck me. It's a minority. Oh, it's a hate crime. You can't ask these questions. We're so afraid to describe things. Basic things like guess who are going to die because nobody wants to fucking take the microaggression of asking what the other person looks like on the other side of the fucking board. And I think it's a goddamn shame. We're so caught up, worried that we're hurting someone else's feelings. That we completely go backwards. You know, yeah, there's a balancing act. But we're literally worried about describing things now. People are like, um, it's, uh, it, they're fat. You can say they're fat. It's a fact. They're fat. They probably know it. Okay, stop dancing around it. Just say they're fat. No one's gonna die. And you know what? If they don't like being described that way then you gotta find something else, you know? It's just stupid how much we have to dance around and apologize. I hate these people that start off the conversation with apologies. I think I've definitely talked about this before. And branching off of that, the thing I hate more, because I've seen a lot of this lately, is people like, I don't mean for this to sound racist or um, uh, prejudice. It's like, well, if you're, if you're leading off with that topic... Do one of two favors for me. Either don't say it, 
or fully commit and just swing at it. I don't want to hear your fucking mantra of, I'm so sorry, but this might be sensitive for some people. Just fucking say it, you know? And that way, we can still have guess who, guess who in the future, you know? It's not just going to be one fucking same face, the same clueless motherfucker. Why am I playing this game? Who are these people? Why are they flipping me up and down? There's one card! It's not targeting. It's a goddamn game. It's description. Different people are different people. And if we stop just, like, thinking about different people, we're all going to fall into the same mind culture of just the same thing. Don't be afraid to describe things. It fucking sounds ridiculous. You get all these stupid snowflakes. Just muddle their way through these descriptions. I realized yesterday, you don't have to like everyone. It's taken me a long time to figure this out, right? But everybody's got those friends that you realize you're just friends with because your other friends are friends with them. And I realized, like, yo, fuck that. I'm sick of some of these people, right? And I'm not going to be friends with them because I have friends who are friends with them. If they suck cock, then they're going to suck cock, and I don't give a fuck anyway. And I'm going to not just hang out with them because I feel like I have to, or I feel like I have to entertain their stupid bullshit. You know, there's so many people that act entitled. And they're hoity-toity. It's like, dude, do you fucking put your pants on one leg at a time like everyone else, or do you jump in and just make it like a fucking shot in basketball? I've also noticed as a uh, little bounce off of that. The amount of people, this is sexist by the way, the amount of people that use sports analogies to me is just unfair. They see I'm a guy and they instantly say, well, you know, pick the ones the size of a baseball. Dude, don't assume I fucking know the size of a baseball because I'm a guy. Don't even assume I know the size of a baseball because I'm a person. I don't know anything about baseball. I know there's four bases. That's about it. I don't understand the rest of the game. So definitely don't tell me how to choose something based on the size of the ball used for the sport. Because I'm not going to understand it. Sports analogies go straight over my head. Um, it, you don't have to like everybody. And you can go back and forth on it. I realize that too. I'm like, I can like you one minute, I can hate you the next moment, and I can love you again the third minute. It doesn't have to be all this cut and dry. you know. And what made me realize this were these people that, that fish for compliments, right? And they're the people that fish for compliments. You know, so what, what happens is, I, I call it reciprocal compliments. And they'll give you a compliment. And then you sit there and go, fuck. Am I going to give them a compliment back? Am I going to be honest? Or am I going to lie? And you get put in this spot because you're like, in no other situation in my life would I ever give this person a compliment. Don't make me have to say something about you because you said something about me. And that's kind of where I'm going with this. I'm sick of the people who just throw a compliment out there. They lob a compliment out there to somebody else, waiting for one back. And then I got to get crappy and go, oh, no, you go, man. You're fucking, yeah, you're so cool. And I'm like, I don't want to say that, right? And I think a lot of that's come because of things like Facebook. You know, somebody goes, and like, oh, girl, you're so pretty. And then the other person goes, oh, girl, you're so... And you know, as they were typing it out, there's a huge pause. And they're like, fuck, what am I going to say? I don't want to say pretty because no one in the room's thinking that. I can't say what I want to say because, unfortunately, you know, it's the Russian roulette of compliments. You're screwed either way. Are you going to keep your moral compass and be nice? Are you going to lie to them and, and feel good on the inside? Because you're like, well, I held true to what I felt. Or are you just going to say nothing? 
And that even feels like a loss. But it's so stupid. And we just get on this fucking... This gravy train of compliments. People just patting each other on the back constantly for no real reason. If you really think about it, why do we pat each other on the back? We're just making shit up about it. We're just spewing it out there to everybody. You know, we got to build each other up. But let's keep it in the realm of honesty, people. Let's be real. I don't want to have to do extra work to figure out what compliment to give you back. Because you had to be audacious enough in the first place to think I needed a compliment. That's what I got for you guys today. I'll see you next week.